Hello, and welcome to the Cubicorn Games Podcast. There it is. My name is Dustin Morbido. Wow. It's just I stumble over like the B in the middle. I don't know. I sometimes like don't say the whole word, but it's fine. Cubicorn is a real word as far as I'm concerned. We've made it manifest. It's, it's real. To, it's real to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, All words are made up words. Let's be real. My name is Dustin Morbido. Still factual. Seconds later. We are here to talk about video games and stuff for a little chunk of time here. Who are we? Uh, joining me today, <laughs> across from me on the couch, wow, wow, wow. Lorraine Morbido is here. It's true. Accurate. And yeah, we're going to talk about a couple more games, a couple of things you streamed over the last couple weeks. I will do my best to keep some amount of energy up, but I am fucking dragging ass right now. <laughs> Girl, same. Still trying to be productive and to some degree fix my fucked up sleep schedule, and <laughs> those two things today are not aligning well. But it's okay. Wow. <laughs> we'll get through this together, I promise. Wow. How was your day today, Lorraine? Hanging in there? I, yeah. We had a long weekend. It did a lot of I mean, it was stuff. It, I wouldn't it was not a long weekend. It was a packed weekend. Sure. I would Busy. say that for sure. It was my shorter weekend that I get to have, and every day we did like 5 to 10 different things. <laughs> but it was good. I didn't do anything crazy at work. It was very standard by the books nonsense. Zonked out mostly. We do have a lot of we're still making steady progress on down the drain stuff. Yeah, we're knocking on that door like it's real close. Next couple weeks, that update will be out. And that game will. Been playing a lot of the um, Steam Deck version recently for testing purposes, and it it feels real good. Yeah, the only problem is the Steam Deck is heavy, and it is very big for my hands. So if it's not braced on like my leg or something, mm-hmm. or if I'm like kind of reclining more like my abdomen like i literally cannot hold that yeah for people who haven't seen that thing yet people have asked like as i've told people where we've got one and we're kind of fucking with it mm-hmm. he'll be like how oh, is it what's the experience like and i'm like it's pretty good but it is large enough that i definitely wouldn't like lay in bed and hold it over my face no 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 like, no, no it's no. too heavy for that it's just it's like a switch but just bigger in every way yeah it's wider it's fatter it's heavier but it, i do like it but yeah it's like sizable volume does not lend it to be quite as casual as the switch where you can really just kind of like you know to some degree sling it in a backpack and i wouldn't want to hold the switch over my face either because then that's gonna like it's just gonna make your arms tired after a while but like i feel like you could for like at least like i don't know 15 or 20 minutes you could but i would recommend it but like the steam deck the steam deck will kill you yeah it'll break your nose I mean, probably, probably not actually, but it definitely hurts your head if you like yeah. dropped it on your fucking face. You will face. get concussed. But yeah, I do like that thing. Like I said before, I have found it pretty easy to develop for. Like I found all the the valve stuff to be pretty easy to that's good. I know set you, up in the pipeline, yeah. pretty easy to yeah, get going once you kind of figure it aware, out. As far as I was aware, like you didn't really have, aside from just like doing it, you didn't really have much of a, at least that I didn't see any real opposition to getting your feet beneath you and going. Yeah. I'll be curious to see what that l- looks like. like. I think some of the engineers on that thing have described that there will be like at least a, a version two of that that's like somewhat different. Mm-hmm. So I'll be curious if it like they shrink the form factor any amount or if it's more just like. Steam Deck More like the Switch updates have been, more like better screen, mm. like minimal other changes, like shit like that. But yeah, that thing's all right for like a yeah. couple hundred bucks if you want something to play like small to medium sized games. T- yeah, seriously. I haven't had any major problems with it. Mm-hmm. I haven't played a ton of stuff on it. Like mostly you've been using it for yeah. testing, but that like that's uh, the, the things that I have booted up on there. I mean, harkening back to our conversation last time, I've definitely considered switching it to my account. And playing Rogue Legacy on it, I just haven't because we're still actively testing and I don't want to like go through the trouble of futzing around with something in a way that might hinder that pipeline. But yeah, that thing's neat. And Steam version coming along. Like I said, yeah. that's, that work 
should pay itself forward for other games to come. <laughs> Super Cucumber and mm-hmm. Beyond. You know, something else. Assuming we manage to get a third thing out the door at some point. But yeah, that's all going real well. And Took I did Lorraine, I'll ask you this question before oh we move on. Here we go. I'll ask you this question here just to get like an initial thought. So I was looking at that next fest email we got again. Uh-huh. And so they described that That's the Ann Arbor thing, right? No, this is the Steam thing. Oh, gotcha. So they sent sent it out for games that are not yet released. You basically uh-huh. have to opt in and then produce a, produce a demo before a certain date. You have to opt in before a certain date and then produce a demo before a later date. It's like you'd have to respond by like mid-March and then have a demo up by June. Assuming your game is on the store with a demo up in the proper state, you get one next fest per game uh-huh. sometime before it releases. So our options for that are we could either pull the trigger for that then and do oh, June. hold it off until it's more complete. Or we could wait and it says in that email, it's like the next one is October 2023. Yeah. So you could we could do that instead. That's another option. But that's still, a, like I said, I haven't, you know, this will be the first time we've participated in that. Yeah, definitely. If we ever find anyone who might ever find the, <laughs> <laughs> the game through those channels, I guess we'll keep people in the loop if that, you know, if we manage to get that all going and that comes to fruition. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, did you have any thoughts on that? What do you think we uh, should do with that scheduling-wise? Or game's not going to be out before October, I'll tell you that No, much. absolutely not. I mean, it'd probably be, like, we could have a more polished demo if we do it later, or we clean up what we have and just put it out there. Mm-hmm. Like, depends on what you want to get out of it. Okay. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. You know, it's always <laughs> nice to let things simmer a bit, but... I figured I'd ask, and so like I said, I just kind of looked at that today. And today's episode of Throwing Business Decisions at Lorraine Unprompted While We're Recording a Podcast. Look, sometimes you just got to be blindsided with business. I'd rather <laughs> not be, actually. B to B, that's what it means. No. <laughs> blindsided to business. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll we'll think about that. But yeah, I, like I said, I'm maybe also leaning later, so that'll probably happen then in October. We'll We'll see how it goes. But, you know, it also had a lot of commerce and well, business interactions. Speaking of uh, next No, fest. I was... Oh, okay. <laughs> all of the games we did had some amount of commerce in them. But they also were part of NextFest. <laughs> My transition is your transition. <laughs> Mine was better. It was funnier. Sorry. Mm. Uh, I guess you're right. I I didn't really think of that in the second one, but that's... I guess it had, did have commerce in it. I mean, it had... You were getting, had like, busy work. analytics. <laughs> You had to know the numbers. You were in an office. Boss town. <laughs> but the first one actually had trade. Yes. So yeah, we did play two games in the last couple of weeks that were both part of the current Steam NextFest thing that's going on through, I think it was basically through this week. Like, last week and this week, I think it ends in like a day or two. By the time this is up, it might already be over. But yeah, I was just kind of scrolling around look, looking for stuff. Mm-hmm. The first one I technically found, like I told you on the mm-hmm. stream, I just came across it on like Mastodon or something in like a um, Wishlist Wednesday, like, you know, Retweet, mm-hmm. retoot. <laughs> I don't know what, I mean, what it is to reblogging, I think, is what it they actually doot, doot. call it in Mastodon. But, <laughs> but yeah, so the fir- the so we found the one game through there, and then at some point I started to kind of scroll through the list of mm-hmm. other NextFest stuff and looked at a couple things here or there. We might play some other stuff in the future, assuming those demos are still up, which I'm, t- I'm guessing people won't really take them down. But yeah, who I don't knows? know. Uh, yeah, I can't be sure. But in any case, the I mean, first at least game, the one game was going to be like coming out in march so maybe the demo stays or not it's hard to say yeah i don't know but uh the first thing we played uh, over the last couple weeks was a little game called town seek and it's a cute little kind of like commerce game i guess like what would, would you call it like a resource management sim 
but yeah. like adorable. Like I don't know. Like, I mean, it is your managing resources. Your uh, how would you describe it, Lorraine, in your own words? I mean, I just, I just called it resource management. Like, what <laughs> else do you want? How we like? Do you want me to get the thesaurus out? Am I writing like an English paper in high school, and I need to paraphrase in my own words? No, I just These... don't know if you wanted to go into more detail because you're no. basically like you're you pilot a little airship around a map. Yeah. That's a really cute little world map. It's of, so like, cute. It is, oh my it is a God. world map in the sense that like, you know, you can kind of see little microcontinents and they all have little like little Biomes settlements and stuff and on them, stuff. right? And, other, and cute little like, you know. There's landmarks. Land, right, landmarks as if it were kind of like. There's the buff cat cave. Uh, iconography on like a real printed map. There's fish. But like very like homespun like almost it's like so cute crayon drawing or something like it's, it's something no, very I wouldn't call it, it wasn't like crayon drawing it was just like really small art but super colorful it like was super it was, vibrant super i think cute. the word you're actually looking for is stylized it was a very stylized map in like the best possible way there was a very coherent theme to all the artwork and the little character portraits the little overworld guys it was extremely cute and very well executed yeah and visually that's kind of what like pulled me in to mm-hmm. like boot it up I was like, oh, that looks, that visually, that looks mm-hmm. very, like, adorable and, like, well put together. Let's see what's up with it. And so, yeah, basically the the game that is built around that is, like I said, you kind of fly this little airship around and you go from, you know, place to place, town to town, city to city. And those folks would be like, hey, we have, you know, let's, let's engage in trade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are the cat people and we have, you know, cat stuff and we'll mm-hmm. buy, sell, and trade goods with you so you can... Take those things to other civilizations and trade with them. There's all kinds of there's like goopy people. Yeah, there's, there's... like sentient goop. There were <laughs> rabbits. There was a human man. You and your crew are shark sentient sharks who use robotic legs to walk on land. It was extremely adorable. Mm-hmm. There were witches who like watch for forest fires and maybe start them. It wasn't entirely clear. <laughs> yeah, and, and when you do go into a place, basically you get a little bit of dialogue from mm-hmm. the character that kind of mans that hub. And then at that point, it's just a shop menu where it kind of shows well, you. Well, for like, now, it looked like there was going to be like yeah, this in later the, projects. This was the demo. This is not the final product. Um, you're going to be able to like talk with them and build like a rapport outside of just what you trade and bring to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the shop interface itself, I'm guessing, will not probably change a ton. Probably that's not. like basically a grid of items that is, it kind of shows you like current prices and average prices. They're like, like me- median, like I'm guessing just like the, the center point of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever their algorithm dictates can be the middle of the high and low bounds of that product. And those fluctuate constantly. There's certain things they will like, they want more of, or like I think certain settlements dealt with particular things like entertainment or food or whatever. Like they had their specialties, but then they would have like, oh, we're buying this for a lot. Or like there were even like quests that you could get for like certain resources, which sometimes were like harvesting them yourself from the wild or like going to a different settlement, picking it up and bringing it back. Yeah. And so basically you buy low, sell high Mm -hmm. (laughs) is the name of the game. As it is in, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the stock market, it is in Town Seek. Yeah, you want to go around and buy the stuff that's either right, either just like buy it below like a market rate and eventually sell it higher, or part of the other thing that you can do there is there's a second little menu that has a little tiny little quest lines for you to do that are basically just like one or two objectives of mm-hmm. go catch two fish or like bring me what was an example of a thing that people needed. They need all those wheels. We did so they many so many wheels. wheels. My God. It's like, yeah, go get some specific stuff and bring it to me and I'll give you mm-hmm. like a higher than average reward and basically like rep from this vendor. Yeah, and that gave you more harder quests or like more rewarding ones, I guess is a better word, and different 
purchasing options. Like as you built rapport, you could buy better things or even like customizable things for like your ship and stuff, which were all very cute. My goodness. Yeah. It was so cute. But yeah, for the amount of time, like I think we played it for like an hour, hour and a half, something like mm-hmm. that. Like somewhere in the neighborhood that much. It was it was really fun to mess around with for yeah. that amount of time and explore in the demo. Um, and we didn't hit the bounds of like the they didn't have the whole map open no. necessarily in the build we were playing, so there was like a hard like we did kind of hit quote unquote the end of the quest yeah, line we, as it we were. We finished the demo. <laughs> yeah, essentially. We played, you we could played, keep playing but for the we most finished part. The content, yeah, that for the was most there. part, as much as like the linear progression as was done in that build. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if you wanted to just go back and forth and make the you know the money pile get higher, you could just do presumably do that and just fucking trade yeah. forever. But it sounded like because we had at least the artist in the chat. I think they were saying that there was going to be a new this wasn't the most recent demo that there was going to be one oh sure Some they had something else in the works yeah and we had kind of like thrown out a question or two with them while we were chatting in the in yeah the chat. that was really fun I, I will be curious to see how this comes together in like a final kind of thing because i do think it is like you had, had described it seemed like they might add more like deeper dialogue stuff or there's more and there's supposed like, to be like, like story like a story quest in there yeah, too because it definitely needs something like that mm-hmm. like it really i think if you were to like i said we played it for like let's say an hour and a half ish give or take if you were yeah. to try to play this for more than that like, like there's not really anything like there three the six hours something like that like just a longer span of time like it, it does need another layer like another hook that's more than mm-hmm. just like shuffling the numbers around so i totally think just like a deeper narrative uh, like thread where the there's a little more dialogue that has like a little more like it just gives you a little more background and all the cute stuff that's in the game mm-hmm. like why there are like like even more context for the shark people with the <laughs> <laughs> the robot legs and the civilization of cats and the goopy the human man you know goopy slime people or whatever like yeah i think if you did that if if every new discovery had a, a both like you kind of see the map and see what it like that cute little like like what that visual situation is and then mm-hmm. there's even more elaborate like back and forth dialogue wise for that i think that would go a long way mm-hmm. yeah, to kind of sure. rounding it out and making it a more complete thing the other thought i had about that was that like uh i think they had described even like we had talked about in that demo there's one some of the quests are just like like vacation quests just like ferry some tourists or whatever to a place which basically just like fly to a spot and hit a yeah or like push a button or whatever, whatever. And those weren't really visual, visually represented in this build, but it mm-hmm. sounded like they might be in a future build. Yeah, sh- like actually showing you dropping off the people and yeah. having them in the overworld of cute things. Mm-hmm. And if there were one other thing that I think would could be cool to like kind of make this a just a more full like slightly more complete thing to make the progression feel like on the whole more meaningful than just like watching the various numbers in your inventory go up mm-hmm. would be if some of the stuff on the map did like actively change a little bit as you like hit certain comment commerce thresholds like if they're your kind of shark main civilization if something visually about to change it had kind of that like animal crossing sense of like a mm. you know when oh, you, ha- you when you kind of like go from your shitty like you pay tom nook and you first have your shitty empty room that has nothing in it and then you know two hours later or whatever you have a couch and some wallpaper mm-hmm. and a rug or whatever and like you could you have a visual documented representation of like oh here was you know base thing and then here was like here is all my progress right in front of me and i could see that i had an mm-hmm. influence on it like i think if the game had something like that that could also similarly be a- an avenue to make it just to like really give it a sense of like forward momentum that is like i said more than just oh i have all these coins now like i have so many more coins that i had an hour ago yeah i do think it needs like i said just a, a couple like one or two things like that plus it would also put more cute things in the overworld and i absolutely want that right yeah exactly because that's the like, so that's the thing like i said for that first hour or so it's like engaging enough to just kind of stare at it mm-hmm. <laughs> and look at all the detail on everything and like i said we were just scrolling around like opining about having it 
the map itself as like a yeah. desktop wallpaper or like a printed poster or something. So like for the first little chunk of it, it's like visually arresting enough that I feel like I'm that that for just just to get you in. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of good enough. But it does for the like the slightly longer term, it does need just a little something. I think so, so something like some of that stuff that we just described. I think could totally get it there. Yeah. I'd really like to see how this continues to unfold because mm-hmm. it's cute. Yeah, but it's it like I said, it seems very adorable. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of little kind of mini game things that are pretty straightforward of just mm-hmm. like they're either like by the very end of the demo we got to planting stuff, which is kind of just like take seeds, Put take to a garden place, and that's kind of like a timer. So that's very yeah. like Farmville, where it's just like you know set a, set a thing down and come back mm-hmm. in a little bit and it'll be done. There's like fishing where there was like a timer, like a t- reaction. Mm-hmm. That's very thing. like animal, right? Animal Crossing sure. or Pokemon, where you just kind of any like, number of fishing mini games. Yeah, time to button press yeah. the right moment to pull up a goldfish or a boot or whatever. That is, that is worth noting, though, that in addition to the overworld being very cute, all the the items themselves. Yeah, the items are were, yeah, just... like funny and like have good little little art things. Mm-hmm. They're just very very cute, very well put together. There's a decent amount of customization for your little airship. If you wanted to change out like the whole look of it or like the little flag that it waves or whatever. Yeah, presentation-wise, there's a lot going on there. So there might also be one or two things like that too. Like there could be a handful of other like light mini-gamey things that we didn't experience at all. Like I know yeah. that we, by the t- end of that demo, we had got to the point where you are kind of expanding into other currencies. Yeah, so there's one just, other currency Yeah, you're not just trading default. in like whatever the base one is, just like coins, I think. It's, like, it's just like yeah. generic money. And then later on, it was like some other thing that, mm-hmm. that other like the human man wanted. <laughs> His town didn't fuck with coins. They had like canuts or something. <laughs> some other weird thing you need to trade for. Washers. So that, like they said, that part, it, it, wouldn't surpri- it won't surprise me at all if like, you know, as you get like unveil the map, that stuff escalates. But I think mm-hmm. again, if there's just a little mo- bit more overt narrative hook, and if especially if there was a little bit more like evolving visuals on the kind of stuff you're you've already unveiled as you interact with it, like I think that could be super solid. Yeah, I think it would really pull the whole thing together. Very chill game overall, though. It's a yeah, well, that, it's and a I, very low key experience. I tried to is... use Animal Crossing as my example because it's that kind of thing. It's kind of like sit down vibe. Mm-hmm. Like there's really no pressure. Just kind of chill out, do your kind of little chores, and just kind of mm-hmm. hang. <laughs> but there's not like a timer cycle aside from like the. If there's not like a clock in it. Oh, like a day night thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Which in that case kind of even makes it even more chill. Yeah. Oh, no, like... absolutely. <laughs> not like I have to catch all these beetles before sunrise or whatever the fuck. It's just like no, I just kind of play. <laughs> Take me to Tarantula Island. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But yeah, I think it's real cute, and I'll be curious to see this one. Let me double check the Steam page. This doesn't have a concrete release date. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't it just says 2023. So yeah, I'll be curious to see how that game evolves when it when it kind of gets done but it seems like a really good start so far for mm-hmm. like I said, cute little just kind of chilled out like hang out and uh, vibe in this on this really fun overworld with these cute characters kind of thing hell yeah uh do you have any other thoughts lorraine on town seek no nothing specific <laughs> i mean it was just it was such a joy to look at and mm-hmm. i feel like that lends itself well to the kind of like not very intense gameplay because it lets you take all the details in. You could be doing everything, like interacting with it at its fullest and still be able to just like watch the like a flock of birds go by or see the crab rave that's happening over on the beach. Yeah. Like there was so much to see in like the best possible way. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's interesting because like, you know, a lot of, especially when we're playing stuff that's not actually out yet, like when mm-hmm. we're playing stuff that's actively in development um, and doubly so when we are lucky enough to have like a developer stop by and mm-hmm. like, you know, throw 
throw out little bits of information or ask questions or something. Uh, I love to be able to give, like, to do my best to give constructive criticism or, like, you know, useful feedback to people. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, and this is, again, speaking to, like, just more of what my, like, kind of default setting is. Yeah. For games, or like especially my part of the design process, because we had kind of talked about this way back in the day last year when we had shipped down the drain, mm-hmm. and we kind of described, you know, each of our like our primary contributions to that project, where your stuff was, you know, obviously the visual presentation because you did mm-hmm. all the art, but then also like general vibe and just mm-hmm. like higher concepts, yeah, like higher shit. concept stuff, and and the most of the stuff that I poured into that game was nitty gritty refinement of gameplay, like mm-hmm. basically because you had built kind of like. A core set of abilities and a core set of threats. Like, you had kind of built out that original game with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, X types of enemies and, like, baseline for some bosses and, like, a baseline for Marta's abilities. And I kind of, like, put, like, a layer two on each of those <laughs> mm-hmm. and just kind of transformed it a little and give, give that stuff a little more form. So that's usually, like, my brain goes to that place of, like, sure. more active, action-oriented and, like, direct, like, cause and effect kind of feedback loop type of stuff mm-hmm. or is this is just such a different thing that like yeah I, like it takes me a second to like step back and like recontextualize it like because like i've like there's not really like a <laughs> oh what if your <laughs> you know your light attack <laughs> came out four frames sooner in town sequence that'd be dope <laughs> like it's not that kind of thing what are the iframes i'm fishing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like playing stuff like this uh is a like a fun kind of exploration into uh stuff i don't play as often a challenge in its own right uh to think about, like, because games are such a diverse, interesting medium that it's, uh-huh. a, it's a fun uh, exercise in itself to see, like, wildly different stuff than the, the things that my brain is usually thinking about in terms of game stuff and being like, all right, well, what, like, what, what would make sense to tweak about this thing that mm-hmm. is very different than some of the other stuff I'm normally used to? So that in itself, of itself, I think, has been kind of fun. Yeah. Between this and playing stuff that's more, like, strictly just a narrative, like, visual novel type things and mm-hmm. stuff like that, it's been a lot of fun exploring stuff in that way and thinking about it and just broadened in our horizons and our perspective a little bit at least for me personally again speaking from <laughs> my own experience <laughs> but, uh yeah but that's town seek i think so that is out the demo is out right now on steam and i'm guessing like i said it'll probably still be up by the time this goes yeah. out but if nothing else you can go wishlist it at any time mm-hmm. like i would expect the store page to be stay there until it's out so <laughs> if you want to keep tabs on it i would definitely go on steam and uh mm-hmm. search for it and check it out yes and then kind of transitioning off my last thought on that into into like narrative stuff, mm-hmm. things that are, like I said, like more light on gameplay in the like quote unquote, like traditional sense mm-hmm. of like, you know, where it's very finicky button pushes and like combat <laughs> as it were into something that is re- really kind of like still chilled out, but m- much like even more so a linear narrative experience. Mm-hmm. The other game we played over the last couple of weeks was called Mr. Saito. Yeah. And it's a cute little, it's like a, I don't know, what would you compare it most closely to? Because it's got like, it's got kind of that old school like RPG perspective, the gameplay part of it. I mean, it's almost like, I feel like I saw in some of the descriptions that like mentioning it, it's sort of like a point and click. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But it's like, it's controlled with like buttons as opposed to like actually like point and clicking. Mm-hmm. Like you move around a space, you interact with people, you interact with objects, you complete like objectives. very light and, puzzle stuff, yeah. sort of. And it looked like from like the trailer that we saw, or if it was, I don't remember if that was like the thing at the end of the demo, because there was like a very definitive like mm-hmm. cutoff point and they showed a bunch of stuff that was coming. I don't remember if we were watching just the trailer on the Steam page. Yeah. Um, but it looks like there's a lot more puzzly stuff to come. 
Yeah, but for the for the most part, again, like she just said, from the demo, the chunk we played of that demo, mm-hmm. which that demo was only about like Half forty to forty five minutes yeah. long. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, it's a very narrative driven, linear little two D, like you said, kind of adventure puzzly sort of thing. Like, yeah. Instead of the again, my perspective goes to like old school console stuff. Like it kind of looks like an old RPG, but it doesn't have like an inventory really. It doesn't have menus. It like in the sense that like a game like that that mm-hmm. would. Um, it's I mean, much maybe more... there is. Yeah, like... right. Maybe maybe later on it does. Yeah. But again, even if it doesn't, that's not a knock against it. Mm-hmm. It's just again more pulling from my more limited. Yeah. <laughs> Like where my old man mind goes <laughs> in terms of these things, but I think you're right. I think point of, like something like point and click adventure is probably a, the closest approximation to what that game is because it's very like it's all about like snappy dialogue that you mm-hmm. know moves the narrative forward as it were. Where you play as Mr. Saito, basically like a salary man who's kind of like on his last leg, like he's really kind of worked himself into yeah. the emergency room. <laughs> He meets this kid, kind of finds himself isekai'd into... The world of the llama worms, <laughs> the, the world Saitas. Of, the world Saitos. of the llama worms, which are kind of a representation of the of drawing that the little kid in the hospital showed him. Mm-hmm. It's very like Alice in Wonderland. I guess the original isekai, is that what we're going with? <laughs> is Wizard of Oz actually older? Is that... I have no idea. <laughs> but whatever. It's, you get it. <laughs> yeah, and you're transformed into the world of these long boys. Some of them are wide. At least one of them is. One of them is wide. <laughs> one of them is Everyone wide loves him. Everyone is long, and one of them is wide. And the initial part that you play in the demo, at least, is kind of like mirror world of presumably his regular life, because yeah. we only kind of see the intro of him kind of like, you know, living and burning mm-hmm. out. And well, from... From again, from the trailer, it looks like you're maybe going to be going back and forth between like the real world, and yeah, the, the Saito world. There was definitely, <laughs> unless it was just like more of a pre, like a prologue type thing with more of him before. Oh, in like, the final going, game, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Like, mm-hmm. it looked like there was other, like there were different scenes of him as a human man and not just as a as a llama worm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a, a very cute little. Like I said, we played, mm-hmm. you know, that forty minutes of it ish. Very, very tongue and cheeky. Yeah, it's got that humorous, earthbound kind of yeah. like little chunks of irre- really irre- nice irreverent pixel dialogue. art. <laughs> like, oh man, like yeah. this. There was like some really big, full like pixel scenes painted in there. Like the title screen looks really nice, and like all the like the characters and the character animation is really nice. Like mm-hmm. it's a very crisp looking game. Yeah, well, like I said, like I had said on the on the stream because I wasn't again like we, like we play most of the stuff we end up trying out. We play sight unseen. Like uh-huh. I look at a thing, and if it seems cool, we boot it up and and see what's up with it. And the thing that had drawn me initially was that little like you know it's thirty or forty second intro cinematic basically but uh-huh. where it's like kind of renders this guy's life of him you know mm-hmm. living and kind of slowly but surely like i said basically like burning mm-hmm. out to the point of exhaustion yeah uh and like like you said really beautifully put together uh pixel art that has like a very cinematic sense of like framing and mm-hmm. stuff like that it was really neat i love seeing stuff like that yeah i think that's super cool and then kind of once the gameplay proper starts like you said it's more of a like kind of walk around with a 2d mm-hmm. 2d pixel art character click on stuff funny dialogue or like information can be had mm-hmm. all the plants are <laughs> worth checking out you push a button many many times so many times <laughs> 50 or more times get that man out of a job uh-huh. yeah but i don't i don't know it just seems it seems really cute like you said the the transitions within the gameplay portions from uh like the world map pixel art to like you said like kind of like silly full screen scenario or like in some mm-hmm. one or two cases you're interacting with a character more deeply and the dialogue mm-hmm. is like they have there's a dialogue tree is a little longer than uh-huh. like where most of the guys you kind of like talk to them for a text box or yeah. two and this was like a whole exchange <laughs> yeah it's uh I-, I think it's very cute yeah like i said i didn't quite know what to expect 
booting it up again. Like I mostly just like looked at the the first chunk of the trailer. I was like, that looks neat. Let's give that a shot. I mean, you were showing you the two options, and then I saw the the llama worm from the thing, and I was like, oh, <laughs> you were souls. You're like, all right. I mean, it was that, that it, boy it, does it, look long. It is very cute. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'm pretty sure this game is of Japanese origin. Yeah. Oh, it, yes, absolutely. Because it does the like Xbox B button means yes, which well, like I mean, a the... game made in the West would not do that. <laughs> I mean, if you even looked at the, I don't remember the creator. Yeah, the creator, the developer and publisher on Steam is uh, Laura Laura Shigahara. On, yeah, uh, but the, but their their Twitter was slightly different. Like, I don't think it was exactly that name, but it's it was part. Still... It's a it's a truncated part of the last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the second name. I'm not certain. Mm-hmm. But the thing I'll say about that is that either that person is, if this is like truly a one person project, then that person is very fluent in <laughs> mm-hmm. Japanese and English or they got somebody like to properly translate it who speaks English natively because the dialogue didn't have one mm-hmm. of it, any of those usual moments of like oh this is clearly like somebody leaned on Google Translate a little bit <laughs> to like fi- figure this out like it didn't do that like it seemed uh really really well put together like for all the English like the the, the all the English dialogue made sense like in a way that like if you know if you're not as familiar going from one language to another it can be like you know very 90s anime <laughs> or like old 90s video game translations even where it's just like phrases don't quite make sense and like uh I didn't have any of that which is really neat or Shigahara is a video game developer composer and singer songwriter she's credited with audio she's created audio for over 30 published video game titles plants vs zombies to the moon delta rune world of warcraft super meat boy ps4 and vita she uses the audio director under the all play label at ea created the highly acclaimed video game rakuyan yeah and this game is set in the same universe as that so the, the, that is a different but similar thing where i i believe it is the little kid who kind of visits you yeah the mr saito the salary man she's in this currently game writing and directing an animated series called farmer in the sky and is performing live music on twitch very neat yeah that's cool uh, as hell i will say the one thing about now that i'm thinking about like other criticisms the one thing about that this game that i don't appreciate which is not a deal breaker but it does like i again it's just personal choice like i i still would never go this far in terms of like dutiful homage or whatever i don't, mm-hmm. I don't know but to like, the way the old games used to be because this game is uh, like a four by three aspect ratio as far as i could tell it does not have like a full screen option to even like hide the taskbar or whatever in windows because mm-hmm. i kind of just cropped it out for the stream i get why people do that like i understand it i i'm personally never on board with it like it doesn't have to be 16 by 9 like i don't care about that mm-hmm. but i would just love if there's like a like most of the other stuff we played like even when we played um binky's trash service and stuff mm-hmm. like that at least had like a button where it's like yeah full screen by hitting you know, F4 or whatever the fuck. I do I do appreciate when games will let you do that mm-hmm. just to like, like I said, I don't want to look at the taskbar while I'm playing a video game. I don't want to <laughs> see like the Windows uh, application bar with a little red X in the corner or whatever. I want to be all the way in it. So like I, I appreciate it when games, even like really specific retro games, will at least give you the option to do that. That's like the the one the one like oh, completely overt criticism I think I have of it is like I, I, I don't like it. I would prefer it if games give you the option to just like mm-hmm. have more uh, a more modern ability to like mm-hmm. let them take up the entirety of your your view, relatively speaking, while playing. But other than that, like you said, it's really cute. It's got little bits of nice chilled out music. The art is great. The the story as it is, is is like I said, it's just very funny. It's little snappy little bits of weird dialogue going mm-hmm. from a world that appears very grounded and normal to obviously the kind of like flip flopped fantasy world of long strange boys. And yeah, I'd be curious, like you said, the the trailer footage and like the screenshots that are on the page, like you like you said, it does look a lot 
a lot bigger and a lot puzzlier to some degree yeah. than, than the amount of the game we were able to play in that little demo. So I'd be curious to, really curious to see how that pans out. But yeah, th- this game is almost out. Like, if assuming this date doesn't move, this game comes out on March 23rd. Mm-hmm. So just about a month away, give or take. And yeah, I'd be interested to check out more of it potentially, but I did find it to be very cute for the chunk that we played. Yeah. Uh, did you have any other thoughts on that, Lorraine, while we're um, living in Mr. Saito Lane? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it feels like kind of like, I mean, you'd, you'd hearken back to like an Earth, like it kind of feels like Earthbound without the combat, mm-hmm. at least like from Which what- Which, in my opinion, probably an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I still didn't really care I, for like yeah. playing the parts of Mother 3 where you had to play it. Like if, if that game had, had like a, a, a director's cut even, without the combat um, in it, I'd probably- I mean, even it. like Undertale in a way- but with, like, obviously not that, like, it's not telling a story about combat or fighting or whatever, which was integral, like, that was integral to what Undertale was saying. Yeah, right, the combat in Undertale, like... It's I there have, for a reason. Yeah, I have, like, I think that game could have benefited from a, like, rock band style no-fail mode, where, like, mm. if you if you lose, like, six times or whatever, it's just like, hey, look, if you just want to skip this now, now that you've, like, seen it, like, that's fine. But, like, you're right, that game... Like, a lot of the gags and stuff, like, some of the funny, mm-hmm. like, non-gameplay things are still technically embedded in the combat of Undertale specifically yeah. in a way that they aren't really, I don't think, with Earthbound or Mother. Like, like mm-hmm. some of the text, I guess, is very silly when you're fighting people in those games sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, like, it doesn't have that same visual goofiness for, like, the little targets on screen that will hurt you or whatever are, yeah. like, inherently comical. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could pull that out of the game and that um, game in the same way, but... And just kind of, like, doing, like, I was just, like, looking around on Twitter or whatever a second ago for the developer specifically. It looks like it's got a really deep story to tell. Like, I mean, that much was obvious, like, with the first few minutes of the demo. But telling it through a very cute and also stylized lens, I think, is really cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's something that video games do incredibly well compared to, like, all other mediums. And... Yeah. Because, well, like you said, I bet that will, I'll be curious to see when that, like, kind of bounces back. Because we didn't even get to the point in the narrative of the game where, Mr. Saito remembers that yeah. he's a person in a world that's not full of long Saito people. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be because the, the other thing this reminded me of when we were like is Passage, which is that yeah. that adventure game or uh, that like visual novel from mm-hmm. MCAT, uh, the, one of the local developers mm-hmm. around here. But that because that is very much a very similar way it puts a fantastical layer on top of a world of very grounded, yeah. grown up anxiety. <laughs> Of being like just stressed out by either the job you have or not having a job, yeah. <laughs> um, and then like kind of puts this layer of like fantasy, like whimsicalness mm-hmm. over it, and th- this is very much trending in that same. Like you said, we didn't we didn't quite get to the point in this demo, yeah, where the game loops back to that, like goes back to that grounded, real, just like mm-hmm. very everyday human anxiety stuff that's kind of like expressed back to you through the world of fantasy so i'll be really curious to see when and how that happens in the final game yeah definitely when that comes out in i guess a few weeks yeah but yeah just over a month that's a good point yeah and and even like i will say the outro to the demo itself was very funny like (laughs) i'm assuming that that whole little skit that lasts about two or three minutes on its own is not in the final game just because i don't know if it would make much sense for (laughs) for the like game proper to kind of just stop and have like a a moment. Right, like a kind of fourth wall breaking gag about toilets <laughs> going to wishlist the game on Steam or whatever. But it was very amusing. Mm-hmm. Putting that last little bit of that game's, you know, sense of humor mm-hmm. front and center, right? Close out this little gameplay section, I think was smart. Like that yeah. was a nice little cherry on top to close out this chunk of gameplay. It made me want to look at it more even. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's like a, a demo for a narrative thing is a hard 
kind of right thing yeah. to craft. You never, right? It's yeah. very hard to know how much to put in there, and like, mm-hmm. uh, and the, 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 at that point, it's almost like a TV show, right? Where like you're kind of like you sort of want to leave people with a cliffhanger, like you don't mm-hmm. want to don't want to cut it off so early that it feels like completely out of nowhere abrupt, but like you don't want to also want to like tell your whole story. Yeah, <laughs> you want to be you want to kind of leave people with a next time on. You know, Mr. Saito, mm-hmm. <laughs> come see the sh- startling finale. And I definitely think it did a very good job of that. Yeah, it's very cute. So yeah, Mr. Saito is also cute and cool and interesting and available to wishlist on Steam. Yeah. And out real soon. Yeah, again, right. If their Steam page is to be believed, out March 23rd. So five, six weeks, something like that. It's out soon. But yeah, that was, like I said, that was just a, that one I did just literally, like, I went on the, the Next Fest page and just mm-hmm. scrolled downward until I saw something that lo- looked kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of interesting and, like, up our alley to check out. And I, I really enjoyed it. I think Me it was a good too. Time. And with all that said, that might, that's going to, I think, pretty much be a show. Like I said, yeah. I'm <laughs> still running out of steam as we go. Yeah. Um, I never did not, we've been so busy with game stuff and, like, socializing and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit that I did not get around to playing more. Oh my god, I can't remember it now. Hi-Fi. Hi-Fi Rush. Thank you. Yeah, I have not actually played more Hi-Fi Rush. I still intend to play more of it when I, like, remember to do so. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I didn't really get back to that. So, assuming I ever do, we'll talk about it again. (laughs) I'm sure we'll check back in on Rogue Legacy when you finish that. Yeah, Um, I've got one more boss to do, I believe, before I open the gold doors and fight the final boss going through the last area. That Destiny expansion will be out in a couple weeks, for better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had their, Joe Blackburn had his, like you said, big write-up mm-hmm. today, as of this recording, about the future of that game, which, like, I think there's probably some good, like, a decent amount of, like, soft good in there. At the end of the day, Destiny's gonna Destiny. It's yeah. still gonna... <laughs> Like I said, I mean, at least like one of the things that I did, I don't know. It's so hard. It's so weird when they mush a bunch of like speculative talk in with changes that are actually coming immediately. Because like half the stuff they were talking about is not launching with Lightfall. Yeah. Um, and some of that was like kind of like, quote unquote, breaking news in the sense that like I I was under the impression the last time they talked about it, that that LFG stuff would be in this update. And yeah. It's, it's not coming yeah. for like six, six or eight months or something yeah. like that. Well, they <laughs> so even they even a, like a tweeted second. afterwards like, yeah, we're trying to do this, but we have no timetable on any yeah. of this. But it, in some ways, like, I, again, I don't know how this will affect season 20. Is that what we're going into? Sure. This is 19 yeah. right now. Mm-hmm that they might be like pulling back some of the really oppressiveness of the seasonal challenges get like it's not just about the new thing like they want to focus on ritual stuff but also want to let you kind of play sure how you want yeah and like i said that's all good because because mm-hmm. no it is it is very good every, like, every conversation we've ever had you know amongst ourselves or with other people about mm-hmm. fucking destiny is that every medial task in that game is a fucking waste of time that yes. that makes the player experience worse every currency you add to that game is a waste of time mm-hmm. that detracts from that game completely because they are taking a handful out like yeah. a lot of the crafting stuff they're sort of pulling back on but also not really reds are only going to drop from weapons that have patterns they're getting res- right, of re- which... getting rid of resonant whatever that I, fucking I, was yeah, if I, again if i were to be able to place bats i would fucking guarantee you that somebody on the development team pitched that as the logic like in one mm-hmm. of the first passes they did oh for sure of like but then uh, like shooting ideas out about <laughs> yeah. crafting weapons but then they had to make 30 different currencies when crafting launched and had to roll back all of them except for one of them yeah right because um, that's like i said that's the thing about destiny of like it's a free-to-play thing that like i said there is the it's all about that it grind, is not TM. in the same way that like when you're making a box product that you know has a finite timetable and mm-hmm. comes out and sells for a finite price 
you want to give people the best experience you can with the time that exists in that product. And Destiny is not about that necessarily, not even close. It's about Keeping sucking you up there and as much of your time as it can on an ongoing basis. Like it's about the longer stretching you're in you there, as thin as, the more you'll as, buy as thin silver. as it can pull you without snapping you, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so to watch that stuff, that's the struggle with that game for me. Like I said, there's so much about that is fun and cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. But like watching again, uh, we've talked about this before on the show, but watching you know cool indie games be able to just make mm-hmm. <laughs> decisions based on like if they're a smart idea or not yeah and then watching a game like destiny being like and knowing for a fact there's people all throughout that that company and all throughout that design team who throw their hands up with good ideas and then have to fucking joust with people on <laughs> in like various levels of management on oh but how can we monetize this into money or time or both <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like so like crafting a good idea but like how can we how can we leverage it properly to maximize player retention and mm-hmm. hours played and revenue <laughs> And so what, right, but what what becomes like a really good idea, like, oh, it makes sense to only have craftable weapons drop with this deep sight mechanic Mm -hmm. that shows that, you know, it is involved with crafting. But like you said, they had to pull back even from probably like, because I remember them talking about that in either like blog posts or like Mm -hmm. podcasts or something about having to pull back at like probably pretty close to the fucking finish line from launching the original crafting system in Witch Queen with, like you said, like 50 or 60 different currencies because at one point it was going to be like per Rampage per, yeah. Rampage bucks are used to buy the Rampage perks and yeah. out, Outlaw dollars are used to buy the Outlaw perk. Uh, uh, like, like, thank God they paired it back from that because that would have been... Still launched with like 10 or whatever. Yeah, like it was... Right, the thing they launched with was still like burdensome... And yeah. somewhat overcomplicated, but like, like if they had done that, it would have been like actually embarrassing, and it would have de- like really detracted from that l- product launch. Like it would have really mm-hmm. detracted from the Witch Queen launch as it came out. Like yeah. in terms of like I said, it would have if they had launched it in that way. The narrative I think on Witch Queen would have been totally different from like mm-hmm. you know a, a piece of pretty well author- authored campaign content that was relatively well received by the community mm-hmm. to oh this is Bungie on their fucking shit again. Just yeah. like technically making a feature people ask for, but making it so burdensome that like it is. Literally pointless to interact with. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that just like it's just frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's very, very frustrating to watch people who clearly have a. Like I said I have a lot of respect for the people who work on that game because I can mm-hmm. you can tell that I think and on a macro level I think the changes that they keep making to weapons are good. Mm-hmm. I think that in general the ability changes they make for the most part are positive. Like as they mm-hmm. expanded out the light subclasses to conform with that like upgraded stasis standards of like fragments and aspects and mm-hmm. being more customizable. I think they have for the most part done a really good job with that stuff. Yeah. Like there's definitely outliers where stu- some stuff still just sucks mm-hmm. or like occasionally like one or two things will come in really hot. But I think I think on the whole. I I mean, it'll be interesting to see Strand because, like, the stasis rollout was terrible. Yeah, on the, on the whole, I think the gameplay people on that game do excellent work. And like we said, Witch Queen was pretty good for the most part. Like, it still suffers from a little bit of that destiny. Like, we're going to take existing assets and kind of, like, <laughs> hammer a square Ahamkara into a, <laughs> a round hole if, like, need be. To just because, like, we, like, we got this asset lying around. Somebody four years ago worked really hard on it. We might as well get our... <laughs> get our money's worth <laughs> like i had just seen somebody today uh, on reddit being like man it was so cool to see the ahamkara pop up on witch queen and for me that was actually one of the low points of the campaign yeah. just like oh here's an an old asset and used in a gameplay way and pretty much exactly the way it was used originally but we even, just like, like, a, even like an even like even dumbed down worse way because like all it did was just sit there and like bar fire at you yeah and then at a weak spot was the, right like, just like a tremendous like unmissable target yeah <laughs> Yeah, I like the like I was like I people who like this game, man, I I don't understand them at all. 
<laughs> but like I said, I do think I have a, I, I understand the, the team that makes it a lot. Like I said, mm-hmm. I really I really respect the people in like games the, are hard. The gameplay and like content parts of Bungie and like and like we talked about before, the narrative people, especially for this for me, this like year of Destiny content mm-hmm. would have been I would have rated it much lower if it weren't for like the individual little narrative arcs. I think being mm-hmm. kind of across the board good. I mean, I would say this is the first year that's had a good cohesive story. Yeah. Because like, I mean, like it gets like, I still think the season of Plunder was kind of weird, but. But at least like, it did something it, with like. It, it, yeah, it did. It, I, it had a narrative to tell. Yeah, back in that first and, YouTube video I made many moons ago, mm-hmm. I had mentioned in that about wanting Bungie, if they're going to bother to like take narrative seriously, to, to some degree pull the fucking cosmic stakes back a little bit and tell some more personal stories. And they mm-hmm. tried to do that a little bit with like the, the Zavala stuff and mm-hmm. um like you know the other characters in Haunted I mean, yeah for as much as I hated a lot of the Haunted stuff yeah. like those Sever missions are really good that's some of the best content mm-hmm. that so has like, come out recently right, more like Elixir Nilor pirate stuff complicated mm-hmm. moral decisions and Plunder is that it yep and then what, what's the season called Splicer or is that no, an older, Spli- older one Splicer's older it's Whatever. Warmind I think it's just, it's just it's not just Warmind we're at now or it's like oh, blah, 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 blah. like we like we just get a little more of Ratsputin and like he actually gets mm-hmm. to speak English and has yeah, dialogue he's, and he's, stuff he's like, here like that stuff's all good I think that I think those folks again the like disparate season parts of the of, Seraph it's very stupid the disparate teams go. at Bungie I think individually all do really good work and it's just mm-hmm. a fucking shame that <laughs> at the end of the day it all has to be like wound up into like a rubber band ball surrounding a core of manipulative yeah. <laughs> like Skinner machine like the, like they have to take all this really cool really valuable really interesting hard work and just like wind it and wind it and wind it around oh mm-hmm. how do we keep people the fuck online yeah. to, to the detriment of like every like all the those disparate parts like mm-hmm. <laughs> but again you know it kind of is what mm-hmm. it is like that game's gonna be that for I, I, I suspect right. I suspect they will never turn off free to play or like yeah, you know or like have it. Destiny take a year off to like reset. I don't. I do not think that's in the cards. But no, I guess no. we'll never know. Like that that could very well like they could do that after Final Shape. They could be like, all right, we're taking twelve months, twenty four months to rethink this shit. <laughs> I doubt it. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> but it's possible. Well, I mean, maybe de- like they might take time off from Destiny, and if they actually do make other games, they might do that, and then like. Maybe roll out a Destiny three or whatever, but who fucking knows? Mm-hmm. We'll see. But yeah, in any case, that's gonna it's gonna that's gonna be out soon. Lightfall mm-hmm. will be here. I mean, we'll have a the podcast. Next time, yeah, yeah, it's if, two weeks out. It'll be like just before if we record that weekend. It'll be just before mm-hmm. it's out, or like if we record on Tuesday, we could we could technically record the night it launches, but probably not. We'll see. Probably what not. But what we will talk about next time is other indie games. Yeah, that we will have played on stream. If you've got a game that you're making. Want us to check out? Know a guy who knows a guy? Email us at podcast at cubicorngames.com. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, is it the people making people games? People making games. Mastodon. Mastodon. Co-host. Con- co-host was the other one. At Cubicorn Games. Yeah. Uh, but you could find archives of our streams on YouTube at Cubicorn yeah. Games. See the games f- we talked about today and other ones we've played in the past. Yeah. You can catch us on Twitch playing games live at Cubicorn Games. Cubicorn yeah. Games across the board. Yep. Um, and if you want to check out the stuff we, we've been working on, you can find uh, Down the Drain and Super Cucumber and anything else we might make in the future by just searching for Cubicorn Games on Steam. Like yep. It'll all be up there and should be Steam Deck compatible yeah. <laughs> in the not too distant future. <laughs> Woo. Like you can technically play Down the Drain on there right now. Yeah, and it works. It doesn't work as well as it will in a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, we've but... <laughs> got a, a native version for it coming. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah. But with all that said, I Woo. think we'll call it a show. Thank you so much, Lorraine, for joining me and talking about yeah. some cool, fun, cute little indie games. Thank you, Colette, our cat, for mm-hmm. being very good and not damaging yeah. any equipment today. She's just being cute. <laughs> and thank oh, you, Internet, for now. hanging out and listening. We Hell will yeah. be streaming and developing and just hanging out. Like I said, trying not to <laughs> not to wake up at one in the afternoon anymore. Woo! So much stuff going on. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for, t- for being with us for a little bit and tune back in another couple weeks for more talk about indie games and who knows what else. So, Hell yeah. Until then, we will see you later, Internet. Bye!